hello, hello, hello. This is uh, your host Edwin for Hollow Hollow Hangouts, and my uh, my uh, fabulous holy crap! I don't know what I'm doing today. Co-host. Co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth, Edwin. Smooth. I know. My fabulous co-host <laughs> in the whereby machine, Pam. Say hi, Pam. Mabu, hi. Como esta Sorry, I'm just um. You've been just, busy. I've been busy. Like holy crap! This is why we haven't we haven't had a an episode for a while now because I've had to move. I've had to move the studio. <laughs> so, and moving a podcast studio to a wholly different room is easier said than done. Do you definitely. like? Do you like the new um, the new location better? It's cozy. <laughs> it's oh, cozy. Okay. <laughs> I had like a whole room like dedicated to the studio. Now it's literally taking up I don't know, probably 30% of the space in my <laughs> in my office, in my workroom. There are literally five computers in this room now. <laughs> like it's a it's Are a, they all are they all on? Lab. No, they're not. Because I was about to say, if you are feeling cold, <laughs> just turn them all on. I know, right? Like, I could just, like, turn all these on, you know. I don't know if it's going to save me any, any... I don't know if it's going to save Probably me any, not. like, electrical... Like, my electric bill, but... Probably not. It's oh. so... Here's one thing, though, is that since my, my office here is carpeted, mm. I don't have to do, like, like the, uh, the filtering I have to do post... Yeah. For the for the episodes. And I do have a I have like a like a seventy five gallon aquarium next door in the family room. But mm -hmm. I can turn that thing off and on on my phone because I put a smart switch on the on the um, on the filter okay. for it. So now we just don't hear it, which is nice. But then if I here, maybe I can turn it on. See if you guys can hear it. I don't know if you can hear that. I it's heard on. I heard something. It's like a gurgling noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the pump for the for the Yeah, you know, there's aerators that you can't hear. So the fish are fine. I'm sure they can live <laughs> for the, the duration of this episode for this for the podcast. So at least for an hour. Yeah, at least for an hour. <laughs> but we've been shorting we've been trying to keep the episode shorter. We've you know, we listen to our to our listeners and saying, hey, Edwin, you're a little long-winded, Winded. <laughs> right? I hear ya. I hear ya. I listen to the fans. I listen to our listeners. So, I'm gonna... We're gonna shorten it up, and I won't talk as much. So... <laughs> well, the best way happens. to... The best way to, uh, you know, um, not talk as much is probably finding stuff to eat. And I heard that you discovered some sweet stuff. Oh my gosh, yes. So we normally talk about, I mean, we talk about food here. And, we're foodies. Yeah, we're foodies. And we normally talk about food uh, mostly in our other podcast, Dungeon Dinings and Dorks, right? That's where the dining dining's part of it comes right. from. But we also like to talk about Filipino foods on this podcast, specifically Filipino foods. 
and Angela, my wife, and our co-host for Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks went to T-Rex over T in... What's it called? T-Rex? T-Rex Cookies. T-Rex Cookies over in Ridgedale Mall. Yep. And she brought home some cookies. And she told me that this is a Filipino... A Filipino joint. <laughs> so I was like... So, uh, so it's, it's relevant to this podcast. So it's relevant <laughs> to this podcast. Even though cookies, right... At least the ones that I tasted, you wouldn't even tell us this was a Filipino place or a Filipino-owned oh, no. place. But it is. The cookies are humongous. They're about as large as your face. Yeah, like I think I ate. I only ate like half of it. Yeah. Right, and <laughs> I think I still have some left. Like, I'm trying to stay off the sug and fill. Seriously, Filipino places. It's impossible, especially this place. It's good. It is really good. Oh yeah. And I don't know. Um, <laughs> I checked out their Instagram, and I think, like, they claim to be like voted the number one cookie in the U.S. I don't know. I I haven't verified it, but I tasted it, and I I would have to agree. This is up there. This is pretty much up there. I mean, wow. Yeah. I'm a. I, I'm, I still think the best cookies were, are homemade by my husband, but um, that's that's just a little bit of bias right there. That's like but, that's like trying to compare like adobo from a restaurant to your grandmother's to adobo. You know, right. I mean, you don't. <laughs> you don't. You just don't. You just don't. But so. you have to admit, I mean, there's from when because I went there for something. Uh, which we'll talk about later. And I, tr there was like 12 flavors um, or more. Um, and I, and I was like, which they all sound delicious. And when I checked out their Instagram, they are still, you know, putting out more flavors. The wow. latest one, I think it's for a limited time. It has pineapple in it. I wonder if Angela bought one of those. Because <laughs> I'm really, know. I'm really intrigued by that. Ah, uh, see, uh, see, I don't <laughs> like pineapple. I know heresy. Oh my gosh, um, she I, she is Filipino, folks. She is. I, I hey, <laughs> I can handle dried pineapple. I just don't like it when pineapple bites back. Um, no, but my husband will would love that, and I plan on we plan on probably swinging by there soon so, and checking out that pineapple. I did not go with Angela to the mall, original mall, because I haven't been to a mall pre-COVID, till since pre-COVID. Even if that, I don't really like malls. <laughs> so fair enough. <laughs> you know, I know, right? I am Filipino, right? And malls <laughs> in the Philippines is like where to be. In How fact, many malls <laughs> are in the Philippines? <laughs> a lot. Yeah, everybody goes there. You can like do, you can do your, you can pay bills at the mall. You can pay, you can, you can pay your bills like your electrical bill, your gas bill. You can pay your cell mm -hmm. phone bill. Mm -hmm. You can do your grocery shopping, and get fancy clothes, all in the same yeah. place. You know yeah. that's how the Philippines works over there. The malls. In fact, I think 
that was the last mall I ever went to. SM Mall? Was, yeah, it was at the SM Mall Ecoland <laughs> in Davao City. <laughs> I think that was the last mall I ever been to. And that was pre-COVID. Correct me if I'm wrong, but are the malls in the Philippines bigger than the ones here in Minnesota? Or no, not really? I mean, or is, does it seem like there are more stores? Not necessarily bigger. No, I. I it's don't been know. a while since I've been it's, to the Philippines. It's such a different beast over there. The malls. Yeah. Like here, we how many how many like shopping, how many clothes you know clothiers do we have in a mall here? The thing is, though, with even before COVID, I think the malls were kind of struggling. Oh yeah, they struggle here. I mean, Amazon did wonders to malls. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how many how many Claire's boutiques do you need in a single mall? You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I just I, say I, I have nothing against I, I, Claire boutiques. I still shop there, <laughs> but. but yeah, I mean, over the it's not malls over in the Philippines are not struggling at all. <laughs> like, oh no, I also think that would you say that it is part of the Filipino culture? Oh yeah, that Filipinos just love to shop. Well, think about it, air conditioning. Okay, you can do okay, air okay, you. okay. You got me at air conditioning. Yeah, I mean, it's like a hundred degrees and humid in the Philippines, and, and you can do everything at a mall. I remember right. I was there a, long, a while back ago before like malls were like even a thing in the Philippines and I think like Gaisano Mall was like just coming up in mm. the Philippines and everybody I still remember this. It was still hot in the Gaisano malls because their air conditionings could keep up. And I was oh. wondering where <laughs> and people would literally buy a movie ticket just to sit in the, the in the movie theaters for the air conditioning. That, yep. You yep. know? Because it was cheap. Yeah. It was like, I think that, like, you, you pay like 10, 10 pesos to see a movie or something like that. And, <laughs> you know, that's free air conditioning. You know, people just sleep there. You know? <laughs> oh, dear. Don't, that reminds me of when my Lolo, my grandfather, from my mother's side, we went to Dante's Peak. It was close to being a, pa a full a full theater, so we had no choice but to sit close to the front. And of course, you're at the front. You're sitting yeah, you're back. You're sitting back and looking up. We brought we brought over my mom's parents, <laughs> even though there's a huge volcano erupting like right in front of your face <laughs> with surround sound. They're snoring. My grandfather <laughs> was snoring so loudly. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's an experience, <laughs> yeah. and this is why. And I honestly think this is why they have guards in front of malls, <laughs> like <laughs> like just to make sure you're not loitering there or something. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's it's such a whole different beast. Malls over there. I think there. I also think wasn't there like a curfew for uh, minors there too, or not really? Yeah, like I think you have to be like be out yeah. by ten or something. Like yeah. That. Uh, anyway, okay, so back to T-Rex cookie. <laughs> T-Rex cookies. I'm sorry. T-Rex cookies. Anyways, okay. go over there, Ridgedale. I think they also have one over in Egan. They have, uh, I think they have their own store in Egan. Yep. I, I haven't been there, but I only went to the one in Ridgedale Mall. And it's in located in the center. Okay. Like, 
like where you hang out and chill and whatever. It's uh -huh. one of those big stands. You can't miss it. Just go to the center mall, Richdale Mall. You'll see T-Rex cookies. So they're like like in a cart, like a like a like a no, vendor it's cart. Bigger than a, well, it's bigger than a cart. Is it like? It, it's like, a stand. It's a stand. So think about like what? It's else not is like there? it's not like a Starbucks in the middle of a mall. It is. Is it like that? Yeah. Nice. Because they don't only sell <laughs> cookies; they also sell like merch. Like t-shirts and mugs. Oh, I want a t-shirt. Other stuff. <laughs> you want you want part of the merch. I want the merch. I'm starting to collect more merch just because I I realize doing this whole entire move, and you know, and having to like sort of rearrange the house, mm -hmm. that I don't have that much merch. Like I don't have that much like. <laughs> it's all Angela stuff. Like Angela has like like a collection of action figures it's marvel right and it's mostly spider-man but of course <laughs> <laughs> you know of course but i just realized like i need to get some more merch like this i feel really i'm, I'm about to lose my my nerd card or something <laughs> it's okay edwin i i need i need to amp up my nerd my nerd dumb too yeah but i see a batman thing behind that's, you that's my husband's okay that's my husband's Right, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> um. Anyways, um, so Pam. Yes. Uh, what, what have, have I you been doing? What have you been doing? So okay. Um. So the last podcast we mentioned about Philippine Week, and we were talking about the scavenger hunt style bingo. Uh huh. And for those that missed it, it's basically, it's like. 36 organizations make up the squares of a bingo card. And your goal is to fill your bingo card either by visiting, like physically, visiting visiting the uh, businesses or organizations or whatever, um, or just taking screenshots of websites. There are uh, a couple of squares that... Um... <laughs> going sorry there was a fly in there um there um so there were a couple of weird squares one of them was a tiktok dance yes did i you did do it. a tiktok dance yes i did it See, no i won't share it i just need to look no. for it panda cat dragon i'm sure I'm hey saying. hey hey <laughs> I, it is possible to make videos <laughs> private nice try oh what Oh, so I'm anyway, that, well, that's well, that's how I know about T Rex Cookie because because T Rex Cookie was one of the squares. Oh uh, yeah, okay. So every time you have a you have a bingo, you're supposed to let you post it on Facebook, and one bingo would give you an entry to winning a prize. Among the prizes were an iPad, gift certificates, Balik Bayan boxes. Um, those Bollock so, buying boxes are worth their weight in gold. I, I'm pretty for the sure. Filipino. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and then if you did a blackout bingo, which is do all the squares, um, you get 10 entries. So that increases your chances of winning the grand prize, which was, of course, the iPad. Did you black out? Did you black I out? I did black out. So, so based on what the uh, finale uh said there were there was me and two other people that did blackout bingo who won the, the ipad 
Did you win the iPad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. You should have. I was getting ready for the day, cause, cause of course I was lazy, cause yeah, that's how I roll. And I was getting ready. I don't think I was fully dressed or whatever. And when they said my name, I was like, <laughs> I yelped. And Jeff was like, are you okay? And I was like, I just want an iPad. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, this is the gateway. This is the gateway Apple ecosystem thing. <laughs> See? <laughs> and I like it. Jeff was like, so what type of iPad is it? And I'm like, a free one. <laughs> a free one. It's the best type of iPad. <laughs> That is the best type of iPad, the free one. <laughs> so, so yeah, and so they, so hey, what you. they did is that they, they, um, they pulled out the iPad first, so okay. that everyone had a fair chance Ooh, of uh. of getting it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, oh, please say my name, please say my name, and then they said it, and I'm like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> so once they then, draw draw your card out, you can't win another thing. Correct. You okay. can only win one prize so that's okay so that's smart so they they gave everybody the chance to win that thing but it's funny because like me and the two other blackout bingos they kept on pulling it because because of course once you win it you can't win anymore yeah. however if you have the if you were a blackout bingo you had 10 and 10 little slips with your name <laughs> in there. so they kept pulling so they kept on pulling <laughs> those that have already won and of course they're like oh she won nope Nope, so you would have, so you would have won it like, like <laughs> three times if they didn't make that rule. To be fair, once they called out my name, I only half paid attention to the rest of oh. the bingo winners because I'm like, oh. But I found it funny because they kept on pulling past names. I would, I would want to see what happens if you won a bike by unbox. And your parents honest, knew I, about it. And your parents knew about it. You know, and it's funny because <laughs> before before the CSFA finale uh, was live, I was talking to my parents because it was actually my mom's birthday um, the following Monday. Yep. So we, the whole entire family was like, happy birthday, mom. And we spent time with her. And then I mentioned about CSFA. Mm-hmm. And so guess who was there to watch all this with me. Your mom. My mom. She even (laughs) made it. (laughs) This is the thing about Filipino moms is that any little achievement, they will blow it. They'll blow it. They'll blow it out of the proportion because they're so proud of their kids. And even though that this wasn't, you know, uh, part of the the My Anak just won an iPad. (laughs) She did. She... It was first so she, it was so great. First, she announced that she, you know, she was watching it from the Philippines, and then the <laughs> next comment was, "Congratulations, Pam, for winning the iPad." And I was like, "Mom," <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting because uh, the la- the latter part of the finale, they yep. also highlighted performances. Oh, so. Um, each day during Philippine week there were also uh, performances that uh, uh, they posted up. It's basically a, a, U, a string of YouTube videos of people either you know singing or dancing or Were you on it? No. Oh! 
no, 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 no. <laughs> I I did not know how 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 it worked, and I oh. wouldn't know how. I thought your I thought your TikTok do. dance was on there. <laughs> no, that was part of the bingo. Oh, that was okay. exclusively a part of the bingo. Oh, okay, so they like did a showcase <laughs> of the TikTok like square on the bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Lauren when Lauren uh, gave me the the iPad, she did say that. Your TikTok was my favorite, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> oh, boy. and you should have. And just you know, you you know when you're out of shape, when doing just a simple TikTok dance over oh. and over again, so that you could you're, actually record you're it. Like you're gonna die in long when like. I was like, "Whoo, this is hot!" <laughs> but yeah, I was like. I haven't danced in a while, so excuse my ruggedness. <laughs> oh man, that's great! I congratulations on winning the iPad. Now, see, now you're gonna have to get an i iPhone huh? Mac. No, see, I have. You're in you that. Know, you're I in have, that ecosystem. <laughs> I have my iPad and I have my iPod, and I'm pretty sure that's all the Apple products that I'm gonna do because I don't want an iPhone. <laughs> I don't want an iPhone. I'm sorry. Uh, see, that was a gosh. I was so busy in this past couple of weeks with with all the crap that I didn't even. I know. I you got were the, gung. I was so gung ho about it, and I had. I actually have the bingo card. I had. Yeah. Like, like they sent it to me, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, when am I gonna do this?" And mm-hmm. like, maybe I can just do the website thing. And like a lot of that was like. You know, like, you know, because I was going to go, like, hey, let's go over to, like, go over to, uh, like, uh, Aero Assemblies, because I know the guys over there and stuff like that. And, mm. you know, did you ever go to, to, uh, or just go to the website or something? I Genuity's think that was like one really for a website. Yeah. Like, these are, like, oh. really obscure places that, like, only, like, like, the Filipino society people would know what the heck they were. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, I I found it funny because here I am. It it took like two to three days for me to go to all these places physically. Because I live about 30, 35 minutes west of the cities. Everything was either St. Paul, that area. And I'm not used to city driving. (laughs) (laughs) See, I wouldn't. Here's the thing, I would not be able to do that bingo, blackout bingo, because I would not do a TikTok dance. See? See, that's my thing. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do a TikTok dance. There's no way. Like, I would not put, I would not put okay. Lauren or anybody else in the CS of Faith through that mess. Okay, for those <laughs> that are very curious about where to find my video, you won't find it on TikTok. But it may be still in Facebook on their event. Oh, okay. We're going to no. <laughs> <We're gonna> go. <laughs> Good luck with trying to find it, though, because I'm pretty sure it's like a slew of comments. But <laughs> anyway, so that's so that's what I've, what I've been doing. Wow. Okay. Well, cool. I, I hopefully they do it again, because I would like to join in again um, in a very less... Uh, less busy time. Like, again, like I was so excited for that thing, but it was just so 
And you know what? Blah. So I'm just I'm just thinking of Philippine week because even though there's that scavenger hunt bingo, which I had I didn't know that we had that many organizations and businesses. I yeah. did not know that. And the beauty of it is that we're that there may be more. Yeah. And that's that's good. Like I I'd love I mean, I hopefully we can get some people from that bingo card like and just talk yeah. to them and stuff like that on this podcast because I'd love to especially when like COVID right now, I feel like it's things are starting to open up. Yeah. Again, that we can like actually do go somewhere go to these places and do those interviews there you know yeah, and just I'm, hang out so because i'm pretty sure that you know if they're business owners um they will be busy yeah and i would rather would us go to them than them come it's, to us. it makes it it makes it more personable exactly and, and, it's, and it's their place of business i'd love to see like what the place looks like you know what their food tastes like if there's food hopefully there's food <laughs> so, <laughs> food is a bonus it may be a necessity no i'm just kidding um but yeah i mean there's that bingo there was also um seeing all these many talents you know yeah. perform and everything that made me miss philippine days so much because that while you ate your you know pancit and adobo you watch people sing yep. dance perform you know filipino dances and, and i'm glad they did that because that's one of those things that really showcase like especially here in the twin cities like yeah like the talent we have there like even like like filipino like like kids teenagers like have these bands that are singing like like eraser head songs and <laughs> You know, and, you know, it's just like, it's great to see because, because it's just, you know, like, if they're doing that, you know, they know that they have like, they have, you know, they're, they're still sort of like keeping up with like, like the Philippines and, and the culture. And speaking of the Philippines, they actually had some, um, uh, some celebrities, uh, show up. Ooh. From the Philippines, to uh, they all said like, um, "Congratulations, CSFA in in Minnesota, uh, for celebrating uh, Philippine Week, and make sure that you stay safe during COVID and all this fun stuff." But it's who? Um, I'm I'm curious now. Who who showed up? Ugh, they're all they. I, I, I'm so far behind with what's going on in the <laughs> Philippines right now. Um, so there were a couple of news anchors there. Okay, uh, this is not helping. I'm sorry. Um, there was a very cute actor. <laughs> there was a very cute actor. Ding um, Dong Dante? Did he make a beard? No, oh. no. I'm pretty sure that I would. I would remember that. Yeah, I know you would remember person. that. Um, actually, no. The one that I do remember is um. Vice Kanda. Who? Vi oh, of course. The one name that I remember. Vice Kanda. Google oh, it very quickly. Yeah, I want to Google him. Hold on a second. Because I... Yeah, I, I've watched a couple of Filipino movies on Netflix that feature that actor. So I'm like, ah. Okay. What the... Who, what? Okay, never mind. Sure. Oh, he's a young dude. So... 
yeah. And I found it very cool because it's a way to connect, you know, Minnesota to the Philippines and vice versa. And um, I think that was pretty cool. Um, Another thing that I really like was that they showed past performances of of uh, Pamana dances. How far back did they go? I I don't. They don't. I don't think they showed the year. Like, uh, (laughs) like one or two years ago. Okay, good. I'm just wondering because if they went all the way, not that far. Yeah, I hope if they went really far to the point where you would see me as a like ten or eleven year old like dancing freaking tinkling or whatever. Of course, of course, tinkling was one of them. (laughs) Tinkling was one of them, and of course. You can't go wrong with that. Of but course. they also showcased um forgive me, I don't know the formal uh names of these dances, but the coconut. Oh yeah, yeah. The yep, guys yep, yeah. coconut. The, yeah, the coconut coconut bras. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was one featuring women um with fans. It's like okay. a version actually no, it's a version of Tinikling, but it it has a main female and a main oh, male dancer. Oh, that's the that's like the Muslim marriage dance or something. Yeah, like the courting dance. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was one that had to deal with benches. Oh, the bunko dance. I don't remember that. Oh, I remember that. That thing. one, I was like, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, I've seen fall. people. They're gonna fall. Yeah, you you think that the nickling hurts? The bunko dancers. You know, I. <laughs> so. You know, um, had, have you ever read the book? Um, I think it's called "Where the Elephant Dance." I well, think it's yeah, called, yeah. I have I that book. I think that's what it's called. I, I think I book. remember reading it, and there was something in the book that mentions on how us Filipinos just love to dance dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> the tinikling. The candle dance. Oh yeah, the one that'll burn it, down the entire theater. <laughs> yeah. yeah that one. Now the benches, I am now convinced that that's true. <laughs> I remember. I remember when they were now they they can't do it. They can't do it with real candles. No. No. You know, it's like it's like those like flickering candles with like yeah, a little battery yeah. inside of it that looks like a like a candle. There was a time I think I, I saw this in the Philippines actually during a during a festival, mm. and they were using real candles. Ooh. Right, they were using real candles. Yeah. So I sat there and I just stared, and I'm just like, just like, you know, and you can tell it was real candles because it was like flickering, right? And you could, they were lighting them up with freaking like like you know, lighters. with lighters, and and I'm sitting there like and they. One of them dropped it. Like I think one of them <gasps> dropped out of their like from their head. <laughs> you know? And this dude like just ran across the, st- the stage, you know, and helped her put it back on her head, you know, and then like she had like freaking like like wax on her. Oh <laughs> wax on oh, no. And I'm sitting there going like, oh my gosh, like she's gonna burn. <laughs> you know? I think I think the I think what happened in in the book is that there was a rivalry between two females and yeah. the rival of this one dancer like filled 
one of the candles with more wax, so it's more weighted. Yeah. So it's more likely that it's going to tip over. It's going to tip over and pro- possibly burn her. Yeah. And I think that's what ha- that's what happened. I didn't need to reread that. I book. have no idea. Like I don't. I had no idea how. I think like there was like one part where they put like the candle like in a handkerchief and they're like swinging it around like. Like it was Again, nothing. We like, we like to live <laughs> yeah. dangerously, don't we? Yeah, and I'm sitting there like, how is that handkerchief not like burning right now? You know, <laughs> just like how is that thing not like? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I yeah, we do like to dance dangerously, and <laughs> I don't know how we get away with it. Like, you know, I I guess there's no fire codes in the Philippines. <laughs> I mean, I mean, back before cities were uh you know constructed we it was all open space wasn't it yeah but like some of these places in the Philippines, well they're all like concrete and stuff like that and like you know and like the stage you just there. stop it you know whatever you yeah. just stop it, whatever like, or, like, or some guy just like runs across <laughs> the stage and you know like picks it up <laughs> you I, know, thought, whatever. I, thought, I thought you were gonna say that that guy was gonna like extinguish it i'm like no oh, no he she, he literally like they yeah, put it like, back oh, up whoops, on the you head. This. Yeah, and she was still dancing while he was putting the thing on top of her head. It's like that's some skill. Mm-hmm. Like that is some skill. And but, I really, I think my favorite went to those past performances. And what they also did was that they, uh, like took like the garb or the costumes that they wore for those dances, and they yep. explained, you know, this was. The Igorots wore. Uh, this is what the Muslims of the area wore. This is what it was during colonization, the Spanish yeah. colonization, and everything. And I'm like, this is so interesting. Like the Mari Clara dresses; those are cool. Yep. Dresses. Yep, that was covered. Yeah, I do not. I still. When they told me I had to dance an Igorot, an Igorot like section. Nope. I did no. not want to do it because I only if you saw the you saw the uh, the the costume right. It's I, yes, it's a g string. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to wear what? You know. <laughs> That's how it was, though. I, yeah. You think about like I was eleven years old and they wanted me to wear a freaking what? <laughs> You know, and I still, you know what? I'm sure it's one of those times where I got messed up as a kid when I had to wear that in the middle of Rice Park in St. Paul. Yeah, you were in, you were dancing. That would in March, <laughs> in March. You know, I know. Yeah, you're yes. fil- true Minnesotan Benoit right there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like. It was like thirty degrees outside, and we're out there, butt naked, literally, like, like with a thing like covering our butts and our, you know, our right. privates, out in the yeah. middle of Rice Street, or like <laughs> Rice Park. <laughs> I don't know. So, I think, I think, so, in conclusion of my experience with Philippine Week, um. I, I can't for for next year. I'm hoping that you know next year that we can celebrate 
you know, Philippine day in person yep. so that I could eat the food that I miss. And, um, yeah, it, it was an easy way to support businesses by yeah. having everything to just be there in one place. Um, but I did, I did like the idea that they had, uh, you know, uh, famous people from the Philippines reaching out to us. That was kind of cool. And also uh, showcasing, um, I don't think, did they ever, uh, in Philippine Day, did they ever actually explain all the costumes? I know they had a table. They had a table and they had like a sort of like a, it's usually a CSFA would do it. Yeah. And you could go there and like look at like, you know, like the gongs and the costumes and, and all of that. Yeah, you can... They had like little placards and what they were. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it hits differently when it's it's more Explained. of like an educational video. Yeah. And and so that's what those are the main takeaways. I I enjoyed uh, the Philippine week, but I also miss Philippine Day. Yeah, I want. I would love to have both. Well, I would love to have like like the philippine day right mm-hmm. part of philippine week yeah and I'm, I'm for it and yeah. now that we know that you know this can work yeah it could be an extension of it yeah i'm, I'm, I'm just i'm it. just bummed and frustrated that i missed it because <laughs> that sounds like fun anyways <laughs> um i'm gonna get this dude out, off my screen here uh, Vice Ganda. He's young. Holy crap. He kind of looks like um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement. Uh, uh, that's a, that No. <laughs> no, that's Is that the wrong there. guy? Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, um, so, speaking of next year. Yeah. So, at the time of recording, um, the governor of Minnesota, Tim Walls, yep. made an announcement. Yeah. Were you there? Were you there uh, when he made that live? Yeah, stream? I mean it was broadcast on NPR and stuff like that. Uh, okay. and it was during my drive home. Yeah. And so, no, it wasn't during my drive home. It was like at noon. Um, I was at I was at one of the stores and I just like sat there and listened to it. And we are slated to. Most COVID restrictions or other most COVID restrictions are going to be lifted um, the 28th of this month of May. Yep, it's a- actually the lifting of restrictions are actually started. It started on the seventh. Yeah, so that's a start. <laughs> yeah, so there's no. I think there's no more limits on outdoors and outdoor gatherings and. Um, or is I it like 500 or something like that? Or I, Yeah, so outdoors, they're more lenient. Yeah. Indoors, there's still a little bit of restrictions. Yeah. And then the 28th, there will be more restrictions. We don't we don't really have all the details. You're going to have to check out the, uh, the website yourself yeah. for those details. But the highlight of the... Of the... Are the masks. The mask mandate. Yeah. So... July first is like when we can rip our masks off. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. So when I heard it, 
I think I misheard it because he said something about how 70% of the population that's ages 16 and over, if we hit 70% of that population to be at least partially vaccinated, the mask mandates could... Uh, it could be lifted earlier. Could be lifted earlier. Yeah. I I heard it as if it was... it's. It has to reach that by July 1st in order for the mask mandate to be removed. Yeah. When in reality, if we hit that threshold sooner, it will be removed. Otherwise, July 1st, it will be removed. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, how do you How do you feel about that? Like, I have my I have my opinions on it, but Um, how do you feel about it? Personally, I wanted. Personally, I wanted to uh, have it how I heard it. Like I would rather have that seventy percent of people be at least partially vaccinated before the mask mandate, regardless of the date. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know, Governor uh, Waltz um, kept on t- touting on how we were we we're. Among the the rest the of the states, vaccinated. we were the most vaccinated. Yeah, at least the most enthusiastic about the vaccines, um, which is good. I mean, yeah, that's something to be proud of. But um, I don't know. I I know that there are some people out there that still feel very iffy about the vaccines. And to be fair, they have they have a reason to because these vaccines were rushed, but. Uh, you know, pandemic. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I am hesitantly op- optimistic about it. Like, I want to believe that we can hit that 70%. I think the CDC's already said that there's no way we're going to hit herd immunity. Like, we're not going to think- be, we're not going to be at that 75, 80%. I, I kind of heard of a mix. Like some say, yeah, we can do it. Others like, no, it's not going to be until next year or something. Some, yeah. I I understand people who can't get vaccinated because of like, like health reasons, you know, like there's people there that like, like they have like conditions, like chronic conditions you know, I know, like, some people, like, are very hesitant because they have, like, you know, like, they have, like, some, you know, like a, like a, like a disease, you know, mm-hmm. that could really mess things up with vaccinations, you know, like, with, because they, that's, that's the reason why they can't have flu shots. Correct. But the people who are, they don't have that, and they're doing it because of political reasons. Or whatever, or reasons. whatever reason that doesn't make any sense. I just don't have time for them anymore. <laughs> like I don't. Like I can't. I can only say. Like people can only say so much. To the point mm-hmm. where it's like. To the point where it's just like. You know what? Okay. <laughs> you know. I'm not. I am. You know. I don't think you can be convinced. You know. And mm-hmm. that, I, to me, I guess that's how things are gonna go. And you know, just to me, I feel like it's just like don't come, don't come, 
you know, like blaming anybody else except yourself if you end up in the hospital with a variant of some sort. Right. You know, because give, if once you give everybody an ample chance and and the the avenues to get a vaccine and they're free, so there's no there's no cost. There's no cost, right? Mm-hmm. What else can you do? Right. You know, without well, without yeah. getting judges and the law involved, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you, what else can you do? I I just I you know like I hate to say it, but I sort of just like you know I just like I you give need up. To see it to believe it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I just give up at this point. Like where it's like, hey, you know, I'm always mm-hmm. been a I always tell experiential learning. If you want to learn that way, where you have to actually experience getting COVID and going to the hospital and all that stuff, then okay. I guess that's how you want to do it, but <laughs> and it's a, it's a shame because like a lot of people like mistake vaccines as the cure. Like it's not. if you get the vaccine, all of a sudden COVID goes poof away, which isn't the reason why vaccines exist is so that you don't get a severe case of it, so that you yeah to the point where you need to be hospitalized or even death. Yeah, I even- mean if you look at. If you look at the flu, the yeah. flu is still around. That's why you have to get people flu get shots every year. <laughs> people get flu shots every year yeah. so that you don't get a very serious flu case. Yeah. And here's so, the thing, too, is that the point of having herd immunity and everybody getting vaccines and everything like that is so that we can snuff it out in the environment. Because if the environment mm-hmm. changes from what this flu is in, right? The coronavirus is in, then it goes dormant. Yeah. Right? And that's what we want. But it never really goes away. It's just like, you know, when we had like like these things that we thought we already eradicated, like polio or coming, measles. Or measles coming back is because no because people decided not to get immunized by it. Yep. And what happened? It came back, <laughs> you know. It never really goes away. We're just trying right. to make it dormant so we don't have to deal with it in such a way that we have to shut down parts of our economy. All right. And and everybody is gonna go away. You know, like I guess. I guess my main concern with people being hesitant of um, getting vaccinated is that. Um, I'm afraid that that a variant will be born. Yeah, there's because people are there. hesitant of it. Yeah, isn't that like what happened in India? Besides, like that's what they're thinking. Their hospitalization yeah. issues where they ran out of oxygen and beds. That and they and they were touting that they were in the lead of getting over this pandemic. And look where they're at right now. They're yeah. among they're worse than here. Speaking of India. The Philippines, right? Let's go back to the Philippines. Yeah, they're they're sort of having their own crisis too. Probably not near, not as big as India, but there are some people. I mean, there was a thing on Al Jazeera that my brother sent over that that sent a message via, I think via you know text message SMS <laughs> that 
there's there was a story on Al Jazeera saying that could the Philippines see an India style crisis? Because they're okay. the they're they are the they're in terms of like COVID like reports and deaths and all of that, they're the worst in Southeast Asia. Like hmm. I think they're like I think there's another country that's there that that's like around there, but they're among the worst. Like every other country, like Japan, are sort of flat. We're like forty, per, you know, like thirty-five degree angle up, right? You know, and it's getting worse. And they were tell they were saying things like, and you know, I've experienced the medical, you know, like the the health the healthcare system in the Philippines. Not mm -hmm. me per se. But my relatives, my mom and my dad, were in the, in, in the hospitals there, mm -hmm. you know. And I've seen what happens. I've seen what, what, you know, what it's all about. I've seen that side of the Philippines. And I am not surprised that it's like that. When you were, when you were <laughs> there in the Philippines, that, this was like, what, two or three years ago before the pandemic started? Yeah. Yeah, and... About just imagine ago. just imagine how it is now during a pandemic. <sighs> I can't that's like the number one place where I do not want to be when there's a pandemic. Like that kind of health system. Because it's so a lot of the nurses there, they come here to the United States or to a different country because yeah. they're completely underpaid there. Yeah. You know? I know nurses over there. Who have to room with other people or better hope they marry into money or something in order for them mm -hmm. to just stay there because they just don't get paid enough and they leave the Philippines. They have a they have a nursing shortage over in the Philippines because they're all leaving to go to the United States, London or Germany or Saudi mm -hmm. Arabia. You mm -hmm. know, because they get they know they're gonna get paid a lot more there than in the philippines there's always this it's it's broken if you think the united states healthcare system is broken it is utopia compared to <laughs> to the philippine system you know they're mm -hmm. trying they just passed like generalized health over there like or or general like medicine type things you know like there's certain types of medicines you can get there for free mm -hmm. you know but that really isn't the issue. The issue over there is keeping medical professionals and hospitals up to date and keeping there by paying them like the salaries that they deserve. Talking about nurses, right? And right. technicians and nursing assistants over there. Mm -hmm. So that they're not broken. You know, that people aren't dying. And it's just... I don't know. I could talk about the healthcare system over there, what I saw. Maybe I'll do a special on it. I don't know, but it's so... It, it's it's um, a long conversation more than I'm trying not to get long-winded. <laughs> so. Well, maybe we could actually uh, get maybe a Filipino nurse that can have uh, give some perspective. Yeah. I'll try to get my one of my cousins on the show because they're, she's a nurse. Her husband's a nurse. In the Philippines. Okay. And 
it's you know they could tell you a thing or two i think you even wrote a paper on it <laughs> so i um yeah just hearing you talk about it is very concerning because um recently i learned that the philippines have their own variant yeah and this was discovered not too long ago i mean there are uh, articles that were uh posted about it uh, late in march and people are saying that this variant is more infectious i believe it was first discovered in the central visayas region and mm -hmm. they think that they the variant underwent like 13 mutations it is a more transmissible Jeez. variant and it can learn to defend against the body's immune response which is very concerning because of the vaccinations or the slow vaccination rollout in the yeah. philippines i think the philippine the philippine president um rodrigo yeah, duterte mm -hmm. like he just got his shot what, like, <laughs> like, a, like a week just, ago or something like a week ago or something yeah well it's like i mean i've i got my shot way ahead of him you know? Do you know which? Did you do you know I which got, vaccine he got? I don't know which one he got. I'd have to look, but he did get a shot, and it was televised just to say, you know, like these shots are safe. Like how, like how, like President Biden, you know, and oh, President Harris, presidents. yeah, know, you know, like they do it on national television because they want to show leadership to the people that get your COVID shots, which I also right. tell get your COVID shots, mm -hmm. right? So. Anyways, so, um, yeah, speak. So, I'm just my main concern is with this Philippine variant. I sincerely hope that the people, the Filipino people, do get their vaccination soon. Yeah, they just need to I, get them. I know, <laughs> I know, Sinovac. Yeah, the Chinese one. There, the Sinovac is they're working, I believe, Pfizer. Yeah, over there. And I don't know if AstraZeneca is there. I don't know if anyone. They're trying to get whatever they can. Either it's AstraZeneca. It's they're just, I mean, it is what it is that they're just trying to get whatever vaccine that they can because they just don't have enough. Like Kovacs was trying to send themselves. Even Kovacs is having a tough time trying to give it. Because Kovacs is not only trying to help the Philippines, they're trying to help like Madagascar and, yeah. you know, Papua New Guinea and all these other countries that just cannot. They just don't have the leverage like the United States does no, with the don't. pharmaceuticals. Yeah. You know, so we get them where, where they can get it. You know, at this point, it's just just get it because, yep. you know, I'd like to go back to the Philippines. <laughs> you know, I still have like, you know, I still have family there and, you know, yeah. I have like inheritances over there. I've got, you know, apparently I own along with my brother's a house over there so <laughs> do you mean, know do you know if any of your family got vaccinated yet i don't know i'm okay. sure i hope that my my nurse cousins got their vaccines i'm sure they did because one of them actually one of them actually works with covid patients okay all right well that's well that's good yeah. um yeah i just got word that um one family that that's living in manila uh, they got their vaccine shots and that, they were the ones I actually heard of the variant from them because it was within their neighborhood and they were they were scared 
And I was like, yeah. Oof. It, 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 it's quite scary when it hit, when it's so close to home. Well, yeah, it, it is very scary. Um, as much as the Philippines tried to contain it, you know, <laughs> Filipinos are going to be Filipinos. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, as much as they yeah. want to like, they want to like do district, you know, barangay, you know, you know, restrictions and stuff like that. I mean, I was already hearing when they were, when that was happening, I was already hearing people like getting away with like visiting their friends in different barangays and, you know, different districts. So like, how do you do that? You know? You know, a thought just came to my mind. Do you think... Do you think... Um, Filipinos are persistent by trait? I think they're persistent. I think their persistence, if the motivation is there. Because, I don't know, it's <laughs> just... I was just thinking of... Like histor like historical, like Rizal and yeah. It, I think I think if the motivation is there, if it's like, I mean, even I think this is like true for like even like human, human character, you know. Mm -hmm. If the motivation is there because of a thing, you know, like if it's like, whether if it's like, you know selfless you know selfishness or selflessness right if the motivation is there then you're gonna be persistent to get it but i think it just depends on how badly you want it right so if a friend I... if a friend if they really want to have a good time on a saturday night in the philippines and there's a lockdown you're gonna find a way you know? Let's just say that I'm the type of Filip Filipina that really wants a jolly bee in Minnesota. <laughs> let's just put it that. Let's way. see. Let's see how. Let's see how persistent you are. Let's see how, how big that motivation <laughs> is because because I also want it and enough to like. Hey, I'm vaccinated. How is Chicago this time of year? <laughs> you know? Don't tempt me. I, I got my second shot a week go and i'm already planning my trips like okay i'm gonna be protected all i want is just everyone else to play their part so that i could go to chicago and i heard illinois is pretty good at the vaccination thing too so and try <laughs> and try their restaurants their filipino oh. restaurants too because they also have a, a filipino community there too yeah I want Jollibee to be here. If I, had, if I had the business acumen to open up a franchise and the money to open up a franchise and the location and the connection, I may open up a Jollibee here. I will help. I will help. In the help. US. I don't in know Minnesota. How. I will it's help. It's going to be in the north. <laughs> so all y'all Filipinos in the St. Paul area... I'm talking about you people living in Burnsville, too. You're just going to have to visit up here in the great northern Twin Cities. Or Make western. that 35W drive. Or, <laughs> or if you're going towards me, 212. <laughs> 212 West. So. 
It's gonna be. And, it's gonna be like. It's gonna be like. Uh, like Krispy Kreme in the two thousands. <laughs> no, okay, thanks, Edwin. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> but speaking of hungry, I just want to let you know that we have a special episode uh, that we are we're gonna post along with this uh, uh, with this one. Yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be its own kind of standalone episode but it's also kind of linked to it yep. um it's an interview that we did with uh menali canlas uh she is the owner of uh, tita menali's kitchen she's also one of the bingo squares <laughs> she's also one of the bingo squares um uh part of the csfa bingo um she's also a, f- a family friend of mine that I've that's how you got the bingo square <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, she's, she's another one of those, uh, Pinoy owned businesses. So, and we interviewed her. So go ahead, check out that, um, episode. Yeah. And we're going to link that. We're going to link that as a, as a separate episode and I'm going to tie it as well with this episode. So, and that'll be, um, probably now if you're, if you are uh, listening to us right now. So here it is. We are joined today uh, with a good friend of mine. Uh, her name is uh, Menali Canlas. She is a family friend of my family, and she is very well known, especially during Philippine Day. She's the one that I always talk about whenever I go to the Philippines, uh, Philippine Day. Um, she's the first table that I attack, because if not, tough it's gonna be gone in about an hour <laughs> so menali canlas welcome to hello hello hangout thank you for having me pam and edwin yes so let's begin um let's begin with a short story can you would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself okay as uh, you have said, my name is Manalie Canlas, and I have lived here in Minnesota longer than I have lived in the Philippines. I came over with my husband as uh, immigrants, so I'm papered. Uh, and uh, in the Philippines, I was a dentist, and my husband was, uh, was an accountant when we came, and we were planning to further our, our studies. That's why we came over. But plans changed. So we started having family and we forgot about pursuing our studies. And he worked and I stayed home. We decided that I would just take care of the three children that I had. Oh, great. Great. That's a very good introduction. Um, so, um, so you own your own business you bake right yes then i cater to filipino dishes um not only desserts but okay. like also dishes okay oh, wow. um what are your what are some of your favorite ones that you like to make to make 
Oh, oh, I love making um for the days I would I love making the kare kare. The of course the adobo is the most well known uh, um, meat dish in the Philippines and here. I am also good in pancit and the fresh lumpia. Are you familiar with that? It's oh, uh, yes. I'm I am. Vegetables wrapped in um, yes, with lots of garlic sauce. Oh, yeah, I love that. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. How long? How long have you been uh... for for the desserts? Of course. uh, uh, How how long have you been? uh... The chiffon cake. Okay. How long have you been uh, baking and uh, and cooking for for other people? Edwin, I couldn't hear you oh. well. How how long have you been uh, baking and cooking uh, uh, for other people for as a cooking? business? Oh my god, long time. You know what? The story behind that is so funny. When I came here, I didn't know anything, even cooking rice or what. I just, you know, studied. That's how I was reared up. Then when we came here in Minnesota, my husband and I didn't know anything about cooking. And with my sister who were here ahead of us, had so many friends, and we would attend parties block, and I didn't have anything to to offer. So I started looking into things that I love, and I love baking. So I would say since 1969, I came over here, I started baking and learning uh, the different dishes as went by. How long have you uh, been? Uh... That's a long Hi, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been uh, uh, producing like baked goods and, and dishes for like Philippine Day? Like when was your first Philippine Day? Oh, is it started when the association started? I don't know what year was that. They invited me at first. Philippine Day was just uh, like program their dances and speeches and what else did they present? Then they started the next year. They invited me to sell my my cakes and my Filipino desserts. So th- that's a long time. I forgot the year when they started. It's probably the nineteen seventies. Filipino, yeah. that's another association. Yeah. One question that I have too is what what made you uh, want to share your 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 baked goods, your your baking, with the rest of the Filipino community. That's I feel like it's kind of it might be oh, scary to do something like that. I I did get the the last part oh, of your. I, I feel like it statement. might be I feel like it might be scary to share your baked goods or your, your baking with other people. No, it was more like fun for me to share what I can do. And eventually, you know what, Edwin, my 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 goal was really to to introduce the Filipino cuisine to the other, you know, to the majority of the, of the Americans. Uh-huh. 
first I started with the Filipino, just sharing what I know, and they seem to like it. And then eventually, uh, I started to do the other dishes too, and learning more recipes. And then my goal was, wait a minute, I haven't heard of any Filipino restaurants here when I first came. So um, the the other big events that the organizations uh, put up, that was a, a good vehicle for me to do that, to prepare those uh, uh, Filipino desserts and dishes. What? Because uh, uh, the regular Minnesotans are not familiar with the Filipino cuisine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know that like when I first came here to the United States to Minnesota, there wasn't anything in terms of Philippine cuisine. Philippine cuisine existed in my house, yes, and relatives, <laughs> but not for uh, yes. you know, like bringing friends yes. to a restaurant and say, "Hey, this is what I grew up with." There was nothing like that. Um. Right, and right, even even yeah. the baked even the baked yeah. goods, you know, um, my mom would know how to bake like pan de sal, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe the um, oh, what's that other one like empanadas, that sort of thing. But in uh, Samaya, yeah, we didn't exactly. That yes. wasn't that yes. was. I had to go to my aunt for that. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> and yeah. so it's uh, having baked goods like uh you know and baking Filipino uh you know Filipino items I think to me it's something that even my you know friends have never tasted and I I'm glad that you are are doing what you're doing because inviting people to like Philippine day, your friends to Philippine day. I'm like, I mean, my wife has never tasted baked goods until I think we like, I think we grabbed stuff from your table. I know we grabbed stuff from my cousin's table. Uh, it just brings me home. And she, she now realized what I mean when, when yes. this yes. is, this yes. is home. <laughs> and, and just to um, elaborate on what Edwin says regarding of sharing the Philippine cuisine with other people, my friends, um, my friends didn't know that Philippine food existed until they met me. They just assumed that, oh, it's just exactly. Asian food. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, don't lump this, it like that. <laughs> don't lump it like that. No, <laughs> you have to. You have to. They think pandasal was just a roll, and I'm like, no, it's no. <laughs> no it's not a dinner roll. It's not a normal dinner. No, no, no. Roll. You don't. You don't I eat know. it like a dinner roll. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, but um, so yeah, Edwin. Edwin is like we always have that one Filipino baker. Yours, Edwin, was your aunt. Menali was mine. <laughs> yeah, and she. I did not know. <laughs> I did not know nice what um, Sanserval was until it. I think it was my parents like ordered it. I think it was for me as a like a birthday cake, and I was like, "What is this?" It was just wafers, 
uh-huh. and of buttery goodness and topped with uh, nuts. And I'm like, <laughs> I would eat majority, like 75% See, of the cake. I didn't know what Sanserval was until, <laughs> until, you until met me? I met you. And then I went I to your table I- in Philippine day and I got one and I was like, this is what I had when I was a kid at parties. And I realized now what it is. And, you know, just to have those kind of foods exist, and it still exists in Minnesota. And, you know, maybe you can get like once, uh, you know, once a year at Philippine Day. I kind of miss that we don't have Philippine Day this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a tragedy that to have. Right, you know, last year. Yeah, yeah. Even last year. I so. Know, I know. So I got one question is that um, have I'm sure that our listeners are wondering right now how they can get a hold of the of this tasty goodness. And how do you distribute, like, or how do you sell uh, your actually, your bakers? You know, it's by word of mouth in my, in my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't advertise. don't even put it on Facebook what I cook. It's very important. A lot of my friends in the at Facebook that they, and it seems like a lot of people are also interested, Filipinos are interested now in cooking and baking, but I never put my stuff in Facebook. I just rely on word of mouth, and then I participate, as I have said, uh, in the Philippine Day Filipino. Mm-hmm. And then uh, May, the Philippine Center of Minnesota, yeah, which is located in Forest Avenue in Maplewood, yep, we have a once a month again. It's called Karinderia. It's called like it, Karinderia is like. Um, how uh, will I say that in, in English? It's, it's kind of it's, like it's a, a, it's a, it's like Asian a, market. Well, Filipinos would, no, it's, yeah, Asian market. Yeah, and it's a, it's like Delhi, yeah, something like Delhi it's, shop. It's those so things. So they started in, again in May, every first Sunday, starting in May. There will be, uh, I'll be there, and and well, I'm going. for me, I was designated as the dessert person. Two other people will sell. Uh, dishes, hot dishes, and another one will also sell some sweets different from mine. So there you go, Edwin. You can go there and bring your wife. I, you too, I'm going. I'll be there. Oh, I'm, I'm Edwin, going. I I can literally yeah, watch Edwin's fate like get excited. <laughs> like, what I had May? no what I, I had no idea something like that existed. <laughs> like I'm I'm putting it on my calendar right now. Like I'm. Because you know, and it's good that yes. we know this because first Sunday in May, first Sunday in May and I've already okay. know that. I mean, I get questions about yes. where can we get Filipino and every, food every month. Then every month, there it is. Right, right. Um, yes. That's great. I mean, I'm the only the first Sunday. Of month. I, you know, I mean, trying to get those. We will announce it if they will change the schedule. Okay. Who's who puts that? Is it the Philippine Center who puts that together? Yeah, that would be fun. Philippine Center is uh, run by different associations. Yeah. The Philippine Association. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
it's like uh, it's like a community property. Yeah. As I can. It's like it's a community center, is what it. Yeah, I remember when I was serving on the CSFA. Yes. We yes, were talking about putting that together, and I think it was we met with uh, Phil Minnesota people, and there was one more organization that was part of it because uh -huh. we were trying to raise funds for the Philippine Center, and I'm glad to see it being used, especially for food. Right. I mean, that's right. like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know I've never been there. I know where it is. Mm -hmm. I know where it is, but I've never actually been there. And oh. I'm glad it's been, it's being used. I mean, I do. I yeah, mean, they have done a lot of improvements in that building. Mm -hmm. um, my, my other, my other question is, um, oh, did we lose her? Nope. Okay. No, she's fine. <laughs> My my other question is: Have you ever thought about like like um, running like like a bakery, like an actual bakery? Does that ever like cross your mind at all? You know, I did uh, for a long time. It was my dream, but you know, it takes a lot of yeah uh, uh, money. Yeah, money that uh, that should be used for investing on it. And I think I wasn't ready for that. And then I had an opportunity. Uh, two Filipino friends of mine, I don't know if you know them, Rob, uh, Robert Mariano. Oh, yeah, the one I know. who sings mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, church, yep. Filipino Catholic Church, Obet, Obet Mariano. Mm -hmm. He's well known around. And and his friend, Buddy Mendoza, bought a gasoline station with a deli shop in Circle Pines. And then they decided that to attract the Filipinos to, they asked me to serve like a turo-turo every oh, Sunday, yeah. only on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I was able to do that. I was able to, to cook the dishes and also to, to serve my desserts. Wow. And I was there for three years. So the, uh, when when they closed, when they de when they decided to sell it, mm -hmm. I I stopped mm -hmm. dreaming of having a restaurant and a bake oh. shop. I was getting old. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I you know these are these are like discoveries. <laughs> I just re I mean I'm re I'm just learning these that what was going on in the Filipino community. Like I had no idea, you know that was happening. Like. A deli gas station in Circle Pines. Like, who would have known? And uh, I know, yeah. Because uh, I think uh, I was able to do the this monthly Facebook. Mm -hmm. Every week, I would put up my menu. And I was already um, accumulating a lot of Filipinos in that area. So uh, one time, I had several Filipino families coming from Duluth, Saint Cloud, and the smaller ones mm -hmm. up north. And they would come. Even the the Puti, the Americans uh, would come. <laughs> you know. You know, to build a business, it's yeah. really slow, and, and you have to wait, you know, to be yeah. known. 
by word of mouth or yeah. by advertisement. It, so I was really pleased with that experience. I I I wish I knew about it. <laughs> That's the I mean I'm finally oh, yes. I'm figuring out that <laughs> you wouldn't have been my I, I would have taken the trip to Circle Pines, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. Where did you live, Edwin? Um, I grew up in, in Hopkins, in um, like the western suburbs, Minnetonka. Yeah. Oh, oh that, uh, that would have been a, a shorter drive. I live in West St. Paul, uh-huh. and it took us, I think it's about 28 minutes to go there. To get there, mm-hmm. so it's quite a waste. Yeah, I I'm actually only now so, I only I think I'm only yeah. like like twenty twenty or twenty five minutes away from Circle Pines now. <laughs> I live in the in the Whoa, northern suburbs okay, now. The same distance as that. Yeah, and yeah, I mean and, it. Uh, yeah, it, th- that's yeah. the that's the um, you know you mentioned that. There are Filipinos, not just in the Twin Cities, but in Minnesota. Like, who would have thought that there's there's you know there's Filipinos in Circle uh-huh. Pines and these smaller towns? But one of the things that that I, um, know. I know, yeah. I mean, do you uh, have you ever like yeah. like if someone requested like a cake, right? And have you ever what have you ever mm-hmm. like sent them a cake through I don't know through the mail like like FedEx or something like that like how do you where does your where you do you know, stop not cakes uh, you know what Edwin I cannot mail cakes yet not, I yet I haven't started it mm-hmm. but I have mailed uh, empanadas okay. to two friends or acquaintances of mine who live uh, uh yeah, Tracy I think in Tracy uh, smaller towns mm-hmm. from the Twin Cities wow and, and they're, they're okay with it yeah I mean, yeah the, the thing is even uh some of my, my friends would order revolve or cake and they bring it to even to Germany wow. <laughs> my kids have been to Germany to- <laughs> Or 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 other state like San wow. Francisco. I know it was loving, but they would carry it and carry it in the airplane. Wow, that's so that's how that's a that is I a do true my, my baking or, or yeah, I think that's a testament to to the your baking skills and your I mean your product. I mean, if people are willing to hand carry it to uh-huh. I mean, to, to germany i mean that's i know that is that's amazing like i <laughs> i mean i was having a tough time trying to bring yes. stuff from the philippines here <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah it's uh it, it really makes my my uh i'm so pleased when my friends do that yeah um pam did you have any other so mentally so edwin talked about how the philippine people are growing in uh minnesota 
with the growing, yes. you know, yes. Filipino community, what are your hopes of what you would like to see, like, in general, like more businesses, maybe probably more restaurants or? Yes, I would like us to, uh, to be uh, uh, more, what do you call this, out there that the, the, the total community will know and be recognized as uh, as an ethnic group, like they have the, the Korean town or Chinatown, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why mm -hmm. I am for, I really love to support the businesses that's out there already, the Filipino businesses. And there are some already. Mm -hmm. So I admire what they're doing. I'm just here to support them too. When, uh, as far as businesses is uh, concerned, okay. that is true. Because, because I remember back then. I mean, we only had we my family and I only went to one grocery store, and that was the only grocery store that we know, and that was the one in uh, Saint Paul University Avenue. But now, as the years right, right, as it's the years progress, and you know, more Filipinos are being, you know, recognized and starting businesses. All of a sudden, you're seeing restaurants pop up. You're seeing grocery stores pop up. Hell, um, there are people are now recognizing Filipino shows on YouTube. Even yeah, <laughs> it's it's nice knowing that we are getting exposure. Right. Mm -hmm. I just remember when I was exactly. when I was growing up, and you you live in West St. Paul, and and I remember that was the only Filipino store I knew was uh, was this grocery store called Cora's on Concord Street, I think it was. Cora, yes, uh, yes, I'm close to that area. Yeah, and that. That was sort of like our saving, I guess when I was growing up, that was our saving, you know, our, you know, like our saving grace pretty much. Like we, we lived in the other side of town and it took us an hour just to get to, to that area. Um, I don't know why we were taking back roads, but we were. And I just remember that she was also make, she was also like, she had like um like baked goods, but they're I don't know how they she got them, but they were like empanadas and I think she had some ensabidas, stuff like that. And I just remember it was the only place that we could get Dino Guan from. Was from her. And this was like back in like night or late right, late eighties, right. early nineties. And I mm -hmm. mean that that to me, you know, like it's now like 10 like it's it's growing and it's it's exploding now we have three grocery stores you know that that represents different regions of the twin cities and we have restaurants now here and we now you know that we have like these right. you know like we have bakers here now that you know like we can order from and and a lot, a lot now 
Yeah. And I think that's great that, you know, like I, you know, I thank you for, for doing what you're doing in terms of like bringing home, you know, bringing a little piece of, of the Philippines here in Minnesota, you know, in the way of, you know, cakes, pastries, and even like other dishes and, and sharing it. I think that's, that's, you know, that's great. Definitely. I mean, I can't wait to have another Philippine day. I can't wait till May 1st. I mean, first Sunday of May. I mean. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting yes, hungry, Edwin. Yes. I am getting hungry. <laughs> so, yeah, as I just want to uh, do a little self-reflect that when my parents, like, I think I took um, having my parents here cooking food a little bit for granted because when they when they retired in the Philippines, it was just me. It was me fending for myself, trying to keep that, you know, Philippine child in me happy with that. And then all of a sudden I have to teach myself, how do I cook kare kare? How do I cook pan seeds? <laughs> and then I discovered events like Philippine Day or even Festival of Nations. And we did, I think we did go to one of those um, events at the Philippine uh, the Philippine Center. Every time, every I'm like a kid again. I'm so happy to relive those foods from my childhood. It's just words can't just des- can't describe it. Um, and I just wanted to say, Edwin's Edwin, your favorite food was dinuguan, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Menali, what's your favorite Filipino food? Uh, I love pancit bihon. I love oh, okay. and, uh, as I have said, that uh, fresh lumpia. I love the too. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Do you have um, any Filipino dishes that you don't really like? You know what? I think uh, I love everything. You know, okay. Except, of course, the exotic that I haven't tasted here. Like, you know, other dishes I've heard. My husband is from Tarlac. And they and he said that it's a delicacy to eat this uh, beetle. Oh yeah, beetles, you know the, from the, the tree. We call that in. Or... Yeah, and that one I don't think I would be able to. But other than that, I think I can try anything. Yeah, that's my. I think that's where I, I stop as well. <laughs> I love the chon. Oh, it's so good. Oh, <laughs> do you remember? Uh... Do you remember like, eating a lot? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I love a lot even up to now. <laughs> the last time I went back to the Philippines was 2014. I still like it. I still can eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this, my eyes closed. <laughs> oh, your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> but I still can eat it. Oh wow. <laughs> so um aside from cooking um do you have the durian i don't know if you've tasted oh, durian durian oh okay. oh no that's edwin i wish you know what i wish i had a durian tree in my backyard um i would probably baby that tree for a very long time oh, really? um i yeah i mean durian to me is one of those things where <laughs> I, as much as I can explain it to people, 
it's and then as soon as they actually come across one they think i'm 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 you know i'm just full of it but <laughs> but i love it like i i love it every time i go back to the philippines i mean i'm from i'm from davao first of all durian city oh, in the philippines yeah. From, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i, I mean durian flows there like water and i mean you you can smell it in certain times of year everywhere so, <laughs> oh, <really>? oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, every time Edwin uh, has his durian, everyone else is like six feet away. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we have that's why we have garages in the. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, mentally, um, aside from cooking, um, do you have any hobbies? None right now, but I used to be well. Several years ago, I my, my schedule so full of being involved with the different uh, uh, activities of the mm-hmm. Film Minister Association okay. that really took my time. I was so much involved with the community activities, but lately, being a grandma now, I just stay home most of the time. But I still invo- get involved with my uh, church. Okay. Uh, I'm a member of the choir, and then if they, if the Filipino community needs some volunteers, like in feed my starving children, yeah, I bring along my uh, my children, my and my grand grandchildren to to be involved. That's nice. That's really that's great. Nice. So, um, do you have one more? Do you have another question? Well, Oh, I was going to ask her, you mentioned uh, you like singing in your choir. Um, do you have a favorite Filipino entertainer or singer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only know I, I'm not very good in the, in the, the current uh, entertainers, but I know Leia Salonga. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> that's that's yeah. uh, the only one I know, Leia Salonga. Yeah, Leah Salonga. I like her. When I was in New York in 2019, I went to see her perform, not perform, but she was in a Broadway play. And I saw to it that I watched her. Was it it Miss Saigon? No, no. It was. Uh, What is it? Once Upon an Island. Oh, Island. Okay. It was awarded a Tony Award for wow. uh, musical. Yeah, and at she, one time, 2019, I, I think, or two. Yeah. Yeah, 2019. It was awarded. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know she's still in Broadway. She's still doing a lot oh, yeah. of Broadway stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Edwin, do you want to ask the next she's question? She's the only one I know. I'm not familiar with the entertainers. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, we don't. I don't follow <laughs> singers. We're still, often. we're still trying. We're still, um, you know, we're still perusing through TFC and ABS-CBN and GMA ourselves. Like we, we're very out of touch in terms of like, like entertainment in the Philippines, and so <laughs> you're you're not alone oh. like there's some things that we've been discovering and we just like and something like yeah you know it's like 
we can pass <laughs> on that. So most definitely. So I got, I have a question here. Um, like, do you take orders? Do you take uh like, like if you know, like how would people, how would people like actually uh, uh ask Huh. Ben can answer that. She, she, and the husband used to call me, <laughs> especially. What is it? Your birthday, Ben? Yeah, it's Did always. It's always during my birthday that I would stop by her house because I ordered a cake, usually mocha cake. Um, <laughs> it's as okay. as as Menali said, she she a lot uh, relies mostly on word of mouth and really nice. that's all that she needs because it's really good <laughs> so if you if you really want if you really want a mentally cake that bad then you have to join the associations film in and get to know other people and maybe sometime around you'll, you'll be able and, to get a cake and you know i really want to say to the listeners that best way to try any Filipino treats, whether if you're aware of it or if you know know of a very good treat, go to these Philippine events. Yes. That's yeah. the best way right. to that is uh, the best way to do it. Connect yeah. with other Filipinos and their businesses yeah. and the food. And yeah. Yeah. And and the Philippine Centric Arendaria, May first Sunday of May. Um Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. So, something that uh, I'm looking definitely forward to. So, mentally, we you will be expecting us <laughs> that day. Yeah. Uh, we're not friends in Facebook, right? But there is, uh, I think they have a website. Yes. The, the Philippine Center. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So I have to check that out. In and see what, what what's going on yeah yes and we'll make sure to include that in our little caption definitely and for this interview right. so yep. people will uh direct it to them um so any um we're running out of time here but um how, do you have any like last words for like especially for those okay. aspiring filipino bakers out there or people in the community that, you know, especially like the teenagers and the young adults who listen, we actually have listeners in, who are teenagers and young adults. What would you say to them? Like, um, you know, as, as a person who's, who's, you know, who's ran a business and, and, and being here in Minnesota in the community. Well, I would suggest, you know, if it's your desire, if you're interested, go for it. I mean, yeah, you can start like what I did. I started with my friends, and then I went, you know, as I met some people who would introduce me or who would ask me to 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 bring my products on certain events. That's a good way to start it. And I think you know, I would I should commend the other bakeries and cooks. They're doing good now. Yeah, they can. I heard that uh, they can connect with the other, with even with the stores, with even with the restaurants. And they they connect with them, and then they do some projects together. That's a, a good way. Okay. Yeah, just go out there, yeah, and tell the and give samples of what you what you make, and that's a good start. That's yeah. how I started. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, 
uh, mentally Hanless here, uh, who's joined us with Pam and I on Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Uh, we thank you so much for for taking time <laughs> to talk to us and uh, um, and being on our show. Um, and I'm sure that our listeners will be, you know, are are glad to you know to hear these voices, especially yours, in our community and in uh, in what's happening here in Minnesota, specifically the Twin Cities. We do have listeners out there in the in the nation. We have listeners in the Philippines too. So it's uh, it's great to hear, um, you know that. Uh, Things are happening here, you know, especially in the baking world and in the, in the restaurant world. So thank you so much. Um, and uh, hopefully you had some fun. And thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. Yes, I Thank you so much. Good luck in your adventures, guys. Thank you thank so you. much. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. All right. Yep. Have a good night. All right, so that was the um, the interview with Menely and I, what was her last name? The Menely Canlas. Canlas, yeah. So, um, I just remember that if you if you went to the Philippine Center, oh, last Sunday. Last, um, that one. It was last that one, Sunday. That was on May second. Yeah, May second, yeah, she was there, I think, and she's she's usually there during the Philippine days too. So, and that's like the only place. That's the only place that you can get it if you, unless you order it like specialty, and you have to like know well, a person to know a person. Right. Well. <laughs> so. Well, she she also participates in Philippine Day too. Yeah. And just to, as as we probably have stated, um. You have to hit her table first. Yeah. That's usually Or crazy. else the treats <laughs> are just going to go poof, gone. Yeah. So hope you enjoyed that. Um, and I think that's it for this episode. So um, hold on. I got to get the music going. And I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves here at Hollow Hollow Hangouts. My name is Edwin. Where can we find you, Edwin? Oh, you can find me at TCD's Edwin on the Twitter sphere. And you can also find me at DIY Edwin, where I make stuff. On or, Instagram. On Instagram. Or we also have Legend Creators, our our uh, studio name. Legend Creators at uh, legendcreators.com is our website. Is our website, and, yes. Yep. And if you want to comment on there, we have a comments page. Send us a link. Uh, send us a, a message and... Uh, Tell us how we are, how we are doing. How you're listening to us? Give us some feedback. That's always appreciated. Um, you can also email us at hollowhollowhangouts at gmail.com. Yes, and also you can also find me Pam at um, also on Twitter at pandacatdragon one. I'm also on Instagram um, at uh, pandacatdragon. Um, you could also find uh, our pictures from our other podcasts, Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks, on that uh, on that uh, account. Uh, you, we could also you could also find us on Facebook, at, uh, Legend Creators. Um, yep. You can yeah, find us in yes, a lot of like, places. Yes, like, like, comment, share, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, right. do all that fun, do stuff all that fun that, stuff. Yep. Um, you, you can hear on YouTube so exactly. Much. <laughs> um, even though we're not on YouTube, at least not yet. Oh. 
Anyways, thank you for listening. This is Hollow Hollow Hangouts. And Mabuhai. Mabuhai. Maraming salamat po. Bye.